Welcome to episode 21. Tonight we'll be talking about how to hear the voice of God. And um, it's going to be, you know, there's there's times in your life where you're looking to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. You know, you're making a big decision in life. Right. Or it could just be about a daily decision, or you just wanting to hear from him as you're spending time with him, reading the Bible. And, uh, you know, tonight, I just want to talk about that because yeah. there's so many people out there that ask me, Brad, how do you hear the voice of God? How do you distinguish between God's voice and your own voice and, like, right. what you're making things up and that kind of thing? And so just want to start out talking about how it was about a year ago uh, before we started the podcast, um, you called me up one day and you said, hey, man... Um, I got a big decision to make. I need yep. some advice. I need some prayer. And you, you said, I got a, a new baby on the way, and um, I need to make a little bit more money. And I got presented with this job offer. Yeah. And uh, it was a nice job offer, made a lot more money, and you love the people you're going to be working with. Um, but you currently are the youth pastor in That's Acres right. Church yep. in Anayana. And so um, you were like, should I leave? So you came, we sat down to talk over some cheese dip. I mean, you got to have cheese dip, you know? That's yeah. the first. If you want to hear the voice of God, you got to have cheese dip. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> Find you a local Mexican restaurant. Yes. And, yeah, and that'll do it. it right there every time. So um, as we are eating cheese dip, you're asking me, man, should I stay as being the youth pastor of this mm-hmm. church or yeah. should I take this job that has been presented to me because I just want to make sure I'm hearing the voice of God and I'm being directed in my life um, and listening to God. So, you know, just talk about that for a minute and talk about that decision you had to make. Yeah. So, um, Lauren had gotten pregnant. So, um, and you know, even though I love being a youth pastor, I know that reality was going to hit. And at the, the, the place I was at my life, I, I got a job offer and making more money from the job I left. Right. So, um, I prayed about it and prayed about it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably like a lot of people here tonight. You, you pray about a lot of things and you're like, Man, I don't know what God is saying. Right. So, um, what I always do is I, I look to people, um, in my life who can give me some wisdom, some direction. People have been through some things, you know, I think there's a 15 year difference yeah. between you and I. So, um, I always talk to someone that, uh, you know, I know Brad has had to make decisions before, some hard decisions, some job decisions. So, I knew uh, you'd be a good person to talk to. And um, what, I, what I was struggling with was, um, do, I, do I take this job opportunity to make more money to take care of my family? Right. Or do I stay where I'm at and trust that God's going to provide? And I know people say that. Yeah. And... You know, I think that's one of those things that's easy to say, but it's really hard to live out because it's like, hey, God will provide. But <laughs> when the bills come up, you're like, all right, God. You know. River meets the road, yeah. So, yeah. but I was, at a, I was at a spot and I was thinking, well, Lord, is this your way of providing? Yeah. Is this job offer your way yeah. of saying, okay, this is me providing for sure. So, but uh, I wanted to make sure, you know, um, that it was God. Mm. So we sat down and we had a talk and not even the reason we met. And right. just out of the blue, you said, hey, man, uh, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And uh, would you be interested in helping me with it? Mm. And, you know, you didn't even say if you could or couldn't pay yeah. me. You're just like, hey, would you be interested? You know, we'll yeah. see what the finances yeah. look like. And I said, sure. And I was like, man, I got a, I got a mic. Yeah, you know? he said, I got a mic. Here we go. He donated so, this mic. That's right. But uh, I, I remember just on the way home, I was just, I was thinking about it, mm. and 
on the way there, you know, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm worried about like, Lord, what am I going to do? Um, I'm, cause I know Brad well enough that I'm like, I know what Brad's going to tell me to do. He's going to tell me to pray. <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, I, I need, I need an answer. I need, yeah. I need some direction. So after that, after that meeting, we had not had any earlier conversation yeah. about anything. Yeah. And that just came up. So on the way home, I just prayed about it and I talked to my wife about it. And uh, I said, you know what? I feel like I feel like this is a God thing. Mm. And uh, I can say this, man. Since we started, we just realized that we're on week twenty-one. Wow! Yeah, week twenty-one. It just five months have just flown by. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's. Um, but it it was definitely an answer, man. Yes. And so, so to kind of sum that up, what was going on is he came to me and he was asking me, hey. Um, I need to learn, I need to hear the voice of God. I need to know if I'm supposed to take this job, this yeah. p- provide for my family, or stay as the youth pastor and trust God for additional income. Well, that's why we came to meet. We came to meet to talk about that decision that right. you were trying to make. So after we talked, and I, and tonight's episode is going to be about what I was telling him. Um, to to r- read these verses, go over it, learn to hear what. Well, Take this, what I'm going to tell you tonight. It'll help you make decisions in your life. And we got down to the end of the conversation. We both felt that you were supposed to stay at the church and um, and stay the youth pastor and trust God for additional funds. And then as the conversation was ended and that decision had already been made, pretty pretty much in your spirit, um, that's when the Holy Spirit hit me and was like, hey, Brad, ask Nick if he'll help you with all of the the producing and helping the editing and everything like that, all the stuff that I can't do. Yeah. And right there on the spot, it was like as soon as he had trusted God to he made the decision in his heart, I could see it in his eyes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden immediately a door opened for additional income to come in. That's right. So he went and talked with his wife, of course talked with his pastor and um and they both agreed and it was just an awesome fit. So tonight is really to I want to teach you how I listen to the voice of God and and, and Nick's going to talk about how he listens to the voice of God and so we're going to jump right into it right here. So um you know, you maybe do do you need direction in your life? Do you, is there some decisions in your life that you need to make? Am I supposed to date this person? Am I supposed to take yeah. this job? You know, am I supposed to go to this church or this ministry or or where, what is the decisions in your life, the big decisions um, that you are looking at? You know, what I'm going to talk about tonight will help you determine what you should be able to say. So I do want to say this is how what I got tonight. This is how um, I, I came up with it, because about two years ago, I was faced with a decision that I, um, that I was pastoring a church and the Lord was speaking to me about um, stopping. It's about to mm-hmm. just shutting down the church. It was time that that season had come to an end. That the, what, what what the church was there for, that local body, was to help a lot of people heal right. and to send them back out into the community to other local bodies of churches. And God began to speak to me about shutting it down. And I just needed confirmation from God. Yeah. And I promise you, I don't do this a lot, but I was, um, I, I just said, God, I really just need to hear, and I want to hear from your word. Um, and I just asked God, please speak to me. And I just heard him say, read Numbers chapter 9. And I yeah. was like, Numbers chapter 9? <laughs> what's I was in like, Numbers? Yeah, what's in Numbers? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So I turned to Numbers chapter 9 going, 
what am I about to get into? You know, and as I began to read it, it really began to really speak to me, like the Holy Spirit really spoke to me. So I do want to read these verses from number chapter nine tonight. It is about um, eight, nine verses. So hang on there. If you got your Bibles, turn to Numbers chapter nine. It is in the Old Testament. You know, it's, it, it, and so it's right at the beginning of the Bible. And I'm going to read from uh, chapter nine, starting in verse 15. And I'm going to read through verse 23. So bear with me, but listen to this because this portion of the scripture is largely about what I'm talking about tonight. So let's listen to this right here. On the day the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony was set up, the cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. Let's pause for a moment and let me kind of give you some background of this story. So the Israelites are out in the wilderness. They've already left Egypt and they're out in the wilderness and God is a fire by night and mm -hmm. he's a cloud during the day. And so the presence of God was represented by a cloud. Yeah. Like God would show that he was there during the day by a cloud and at night by fire. And so this is what this is. When it says a cloud, it's meaning the presence of God, that people were set out. Um, they were That God would uh, just lead them through the desert and they right. could f literally follow a cloud. Yeah. So this is what this means. Let's start over in verse 15. On the day the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony was set up, the cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. That is how it continued to be. The cloud covered it, and at night it looked like fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from above the tent, the Israelites set out. Whenever the cloud settled, the Israelites encamped. So let's pause there. When the cloud moved, then the people would move. Mm -hmm. That's very mm -hmm. important. Is the cloud, the presence of God. So yeah. God is peace. So I like to say when you're listening for a uh, when you're trying to make a decision in your life, you're really trying to find peace. Right. You're listening to the voice of peace. When you have peace in your life, that means you're following God. You're in the place where God has for you. And it says right here in these verses I just read, it says mm -hmm. that when the Israelites, uh, when, when the clouds set out, then the Israelites would set out. Right. They were following the cloud. Yeah. So, and then when the cloud encamped. Then they would encamp. And so at the Lord's command, the Israelites set out, and at his command, they encamped. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they remained in the camp. When the cloud remained over the tabernacle a long time, the Israelites obeyed the Lord's order and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was over the tabernacle only a few days. At the Lord's command, they would encamp, and then at his command, they would set out. <coughs> Sometimes the cloud stayed only from evening till morning, and when it lifted in the morning, they set out. Whether day or night, whether the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether the cloud stayed over the tabernacle for two days, a month, or a year, the Israelites would remain in camp and not set out, but it lift, when it lifted, they would set out. At the Lord's command, they encamped, and at the Lord's command, they set out. They obeyed the Lord's order in accordance with his command through Moses. Mm. Nick, this was a powerful... Um, I, I was blown away that yeah. the Holy Spirit told me to read Numbers chapter 9, and this was in there because I was really looking for an uh, answer in my life. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this, I was like, my goodness, these people literally just, they just waited for God to move in their life. And when God moved, they moved. Yeah. And when God encamped, 
there, they stayed put. Yeah. And I loved how it said that sometimes the cloud would come um, for just um, a day, and he would, you know, he would be there for a day and fall, and then the next morning the cloud would be moving. So the yeah. whole camp would get up and follow the cloud. Then there would be other days where it would, it would just stay there for two days or a week or a month, but they would literally just go about their day and they would follow the cloud. That's right. And they were follow, basically they're following the presence of God. They're following peace in their life. Because remember, yeah. if you're following the cloud, you're following peace. You're following God. And so um, I love then it said sometimes it would be, they would encamp, that God would sit there and the cloud would encamp for an entire year. Mm-hmm. And they would sit there for a whole year. And they, the thing was is they weren't looking to move. They were just looking at the cloud. Yeah, what, what is the cloud doing? Yes, yeah. what is the cloud doing? Basically, what is the presence of God doing mm-hmm. in your life? And I yep. think one of the things that we must understand is that God, like when you're having a, like in your situation, you were looking for a job. To, to, should I take this job or should I not? And when you came to me and we were eating cheese dip, I said, <laughs> man, fo- follow the peace. Yeah. Follow the peace because peace is a fruit of the Spirit that only comes from the Holy Spirit, which is God. And so when we're following the peace, when we're following the cloud, that's what I'm going to try call it, mm-hmm. um, you know that you're following God in that area of your life. Right. And so I think sometimes we can, um, you know, it, it can be hard to distinguish because we're like, man, well, if the cloud moves, do, is, 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 is he asking me to move to Arizona? You know, and then i got to move my whole life, you know, like... This is how it speaks to me. God speaks to me a lot of times is there's a, a specific area in my life mm-hmm. where he will speak to me. And there's like one, like in that particular spot, God was speaking to you about your job. Right. But he wasn't speaking to you about other parts of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we have to get to where we understand is when God's speaking to us about a, an area of our life, it doesn't necessarily mean he's speaking to us about our entire life. Right. And that's where we have to get to where, like, if you have peace about where you're living, but you don't have peace of where your job is, that means God's speaking to you about your job. Right. And he's, he's, he's transitioning you and he's moving you. He's, he's, he's got, he's about to march on and move. And I love how it said that, you know, when the cloud got up, then they would move, they would march with God until the cloud settled. And so, you know, there's, there's different, there's, um, there's different spots of, um, that we can be with the cloud. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's this, is many people go ahead of the cloud. Yeah. And I think, uh, you ever going ahead of the cloud? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think we all have at some time, at some point in time, we've all gone ahead of the cloud. I mean, mm-hmm. we go ahead of God. Like, we're like, God, I want this decision now. I want this yeah. You know, I want this person to date now. I want this job now. I want this these finances now. Or I want this car now. Or I want whatever it is. Right. And we go ahead of God. And when we go ahead of God, you know what happens? We run into obstacles mm-hmm. that weren't supposed to be there. We get really frustrated. Because if we go ahead of the cloud, guess what we're ahead of? We're ahead of peace. Yeah. We're ahead of peace. We're ahead of what He has for us. Um, and, 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 and when we're in the center of God's will, it's peaceful. Even if you have storms, it's still peaceful. You know right. what I'm saying? And there's no peace when you run out ahead of God. So I want to ask you tonight, where are you in your walk with the Lord in the areas of your life? You know, where you're going to church or your ministry or your job mm-hmm. or your, um, you know, your family, where you're living, your finances, all, every area of your life, 
you know, you got to understand, you got to see, well, am I following the presence of God in this area of my life? Yeah. And so um, the other thing is, is you can stay behind God. You can stay behind the cloud. Absolutely. Meaning when he asks you to move and you don't move because you've grown accustomed to being right, right here. Yeah, you don't want to change. Yeah. You're comfortable. And so th- I think when that happens, when we stay behind the cloud, when the cloud's moved and we're like, no, no, I want to stay here. Yeah. I'm going to stay here. Uh, what happens is we get dry spiritually because mm. there's no oil. There's no there's no spiritual water flowing over us anymore because God has moved on in that area. We get right. spiritually dry. We, be, we get stuck and stagnant. And we find there's no action. There's nothing happening spiritually in our lives. And so mm-hmm. if you're stuck spiritually tonight in some area in your life, it may be because the cloud has moved on. God has moved on from there, and he's asking you to go somewhere else, and he's got something better for you, but you're staying behind instead of right. listening to God. And that's what happened when I was, um, when, when God asked me to stop the, um, to, the, the, the church that I was pastoring for four years, he said it was time to shut it down. Mm -hmm. And that was a big decision because we had plenty of people coming. There was plenty of finances coming in. It was my job. That was my, that was my daily job at the time. Um, And it was, it was awesome. It was, it was peaceful. Everything was going good. Mm -hmm. But then when God spoke to me and said, Hey, it's time to shut it down. Mm. When I read this, he spoke to me, Nick, and he said, Brad, I'm moving on from here. We called the church, it was called the meadow. Mm. And he said, I, the cloud is moving from the meadow. Right. Now he was telling me, I've got a decision to make. Am mm. I going to follow the cloud, follow the presence of God, or stay at the meadow, stay at the church that I was pastoring because it was going good. People were still coming. Finance were coming. It was my job. I was yeah. having to step out on faith, not even knowing where God was going to send me next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know... In mentioning that, I think uh, that may confuse some people sometimes because they'll say, well, didn't God call you to that? And I think what this passage of Scripture teaches us is that, yes, God will call you somewhere, but it, it may be for a day, a week, Come a on. month. And it's what, what I've learned as I've gotten older is to have a willing spirit, mm. is that um, if you... When it becomes about God's plan and not our plan, then mm. we don't get stuck in a place or um, a ministry or whatever it may be. And when it's when God says, "Hey, it's time to leave," it it's a little easier for us to say, "Okay, Lord, I want to be where you're at." But um, and also, you mentioned something about staying behind yeah. the cloud. Yeah, yeah. Also, what can result in doing that and staying behind it? Uh, the presence of God is bitterness. Ooh, come on, that's good. And unforgiveness. Mm. And you'll start you'll start noticing negativity and drama. Mm. And you'll be like, man, how did I get here? How did I? Man, I used to be so nice and full of love and full of joy. You may think, man, I, man, when I was a part of ministry, I was so on fire for God. But now you may be stagnant, and you're mm. just like, why am I? I don't even want to read my Bible. I don't even like talking to people anymore. Like, wow. evaluate yourself. Mm. Are you behind the? The cloud, mm. or are you following the cloud? Are you in? Are you getting that oil? Mm. It made me think of a car. Yeah. What happens when you don't put oil in your car? It blows man? up. Yeah. Man, you know, <laughs> you're stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. So don't get stuck on the side of the road spiritually. No, that's so good. That's so good. I, I'm glad you said that because you know it is. So many people can um, get stuck behind because of bitterness or, or unforgiveness, and 
and those type things are like, well, God's moving on, and you know what? I, I, I've been spiritually wounded, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have, and, and sometimes it's hard when the cloud moves on because you're like, can I trust God again? Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's hard for a lot of people is to trust God again when they were hurt last time, and they were mm-hmm. like, I was following God, and then all of a sudden I got hurt um, when I was following him, so why would I trust him again? And we've got to understand that you know God never promised to take us out of this fallen world mm-hmm. when we got saved. He promised to walk with us through it. That's right. That we're going to have tough times. We're going to get hurt. We're going to get betrayed. You know, we're going to get spiritually wounded. Um, but God never leaves our side. It says in Psalm yeah. twenty-three that you know that he he walks beside us he shepherds beside us through the dark valleys right. with the rod and a staff in the darkest moments of our lives and so that really helped me to understand that you know maybe some people out there are blaming god or bitter at god mm-hmm. or angry at god for where they've been hurt or what's happened in their life and i just want to speak to you tonight from someone who has been spiritually wounded and hurt and had been stuck for a moment but i had to realize really quick that it wasn't God that hurt me. God was the one that protected me. That's right. God was the one that was shepherding me through it. He's the one that brought me out of it, and that He's the one that promised to walk with me all the way through it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, you know, so we talked about going ahead of the cloud. Mm-hmm. We talked about staying behind the cloud. One of the toughest parts of following the cloud is marching with the cloud. Mm. So you have it, you know, it's it's easy when it's easy to see the cloud is moving. I need to follow. I need God's moving somewhere. I need to follow. Right. Um, I need to go there. Um, or, you know, you're like, okay, you find yourself stuck behind. You're like, okay, I need to catch up with where God's at. But marching with the cloud sometimes is tough because there's so much unknown. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, it's the hardest part. It's scary. You know, it drives you into temptation to go ahead or to go back. Right. But you're like, man, like I think I'm currently in one of those places right now in in, in 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 one area of my life where I feel like the cloud has lifted and it's moving, but it hasn't settled anywhere yet. Like yeah. I feel unsettled. I don't feel planted in this area of my life. Right. And I'm but I'm having to wait. I'm having to just wait on mm. the Lord and march with him on a daily basis. And that's where you get to know God and you get to um you know, you get to learn how to trust him and cling to him. And yeah. uh, but you know, if you're out there right now and there's an area in your life where you have been, uh, you know that the maybe God has lifted uh, from a certain area in your life, but and you don't feel settled in that area. I just want to tell you to really uh, keep waiting on him and keep following him until he stops, until he settles, because yeah. you want to be where he is. That's right. So, right. you know, Moses said, you know, God, if we're going to the promised land and you're not going, I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to be there. Yeah. So, you know, if there's a promised land in your life that you're wanting to go to, but God's not going there yet, mm-hmm. don't run ahead of him. Don't stay behind of him. Just walk with him on a daily basis. Right. And it'll really help you to um, distinguish, okay, where is the peace of God in my life mm-hmm. in this situation and this decision that I got to make? And it's simply, then you got to what? Obey it. Obey yeah. the voice of God and, and, and the peace. And so you had talked about earlier how you had some scriptures um, that go along with this. Um, and I think they were in Corinthians, man. Share those with us. Talking, just talking about the cloud. Yeah. So um, it's in 1 Corinthians 10, verses 1 through 11. 
And um, <clears throat> I won't read all of them, but if you want to go back for reference, but I do want to share one with you, um, is that uh, in, this, in this passage, if I just did a summary, Paul's talking about the people that were in the wilderness, okay. the opportunity they had in the wilderness, where they messed up in the wilderness. So it kind of gives us a good overview. But um, in verse 11, the very end of that, this is what it says. These things happened to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us who live at the end of the age. So the scriptures that he just shared, mm-hmm. talking about um, following the cloud, going through the wilderness. If you know the story about Moses, you know that you know they, they were in the wilderness for a long time. And you can imagine... Uh, I mean, you just place yourself there for a second, walking through deserts, walking through the wilderness in the hopes of a promised land. Yeah. I'm sure that brought some irritation. I mean, yeah. at one point, they were worshiping a golden calf. Wow. You know? Yeah. But, you know, to go back on what you said about waiting, mm. man, I think we could all agree that's probably one of the hardest things when it comes to our Christian walk. Yep. Especially in today's age. I mean, I could pick up my phone right now, call Pizza Hut, and have a pizza here in 10 minutes. I'm starving. <laughs> so is we don't like to wait. We want it and we want it now. Yeah. But God God hasn't changed from that. Wow. And that what the scriptures say in, in numbers is that so sometimes the cloud will last a couple of days. And I think a lot of us we're we're used to that fast pace, like, all right, God, God, you're moving here, God, you're moving there, my ministry's growing, this church is booming. Let me encourage you, if you're a part of a church or a part of a ministry, a small group, Bible study, whatever it may be, and if it's just three or four people and you get discouraged by that, let me encourage you that God can work with three or four people just like he can with three or four hundred. Absolutely. And um, learn, learn to trust God in that moment. Grow with the people you have. Grow with the ministry you have. I know when I started youth ministry, I had nine kids. And I said, Lord, what am I going to do with nine kids? <laughs> what am I, what am I yeah, going to do? Right. Well, now I have close to 50. Wow. Come on. And you, now there, there is a point. I'm like, okay, I've been there three and a half years. I should, man, I'm looking at uh, you know, other churches that are growing, and God just keeps reminding me, just trust the people I've given you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trusting you with these 50. Yeah. Disciple them. Yeah. Walk with them, teach them. And I don't know who that's for tonight, whether you're a pastor, a teacher, maybe you're just a part of a ministry. And, you know, uh, we've been a part of ministries in the past where, you know, it's just boomed. Yeah. And sometimes we can get caught up in that. Yeah. And we don't want to wait on God. And we're just like, no, God, I want 350 people tomorrow. Right. Maybe that's not God's plan, you know? Absolutely. That's great. You bring that up because the most important thing is to follow God's voice. Right. Is to, and, and I think that's what the main the main point of tonight is, is that we need to focus on hearing God's voice mm-hmm. over anything else in our life. Like, you know, I, years ago, I just felt like this was the definition of success. This is my definition of success. Success is obeying God mm. in every decision. Absolutely. You know, success is obeying God in every season, every mm-hmm. decision. Because if you're obeying God and what He's telling you to do, you're successful. Yeah. You, you know, we can't think about being successful in the world's eyes. It's got to be, we're got to be successful in God's eyes. That's we're right. going to stand before Him one day. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's going to determine if we were successful 
is if did we obey his voice? That's right. Did we follow him? Did we do his will? Mm -hmm. Jesus says in Matthew 7, it says that those who do the will of my Father will be the ones that enter into the kingdom of heaven. Absolutely. And if we're not hearing the voice of God, how are we going to be doing the will of the Father? And so it's very important tonight. I know I talked to you about it's going to help you to make decisions in your life. This is why I want to break it down is simply this. In every decision in your life, God will speak to you, but you have to stop long enough to talk with Him and let Him talk with you. Even sometimes when we stop to read the Bible, we never give Him time enough to speak to us. So right. you've got to speak with Him, and then you've got to listen so like a lot of times when I'm spending time with God, I'll just go over there and I'll, and I'll um, read my Bible for a while, mm -hmm. and then I'll just sit there and just take time. If it's 10 minutes, just sitting there listening. God, is there anything you want to say? Yes, He can speak to me through His Word, That's but right. there are times that He just wants to speak to me when I'm just sitting there just listening to Him. Or maybe oh, I go walk beside a creek, and I'll walk 15 minutes this way talking to Him, and then I'll listen 15 minutes on the way back. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the first thing, if you want to hear the voice of God, is you've got to spend time with Him. Right. And then when you spend time with Him, you've got to give Him some opportunity to speak to you. That's right. And not be so busy. It's not a, you know, when I sit down to read the Bible, it's not to just check it off the list. I read this today. Mm. No, it's to get to know the author. That's right. It's to get to know the one who wrote it. This is a love letter that's written from God to us. Yeah. And, you know, um, being in youth ministry, a very um, often asked question is, I read my word and I don't understand it. Mm. And I think it boils down to that is when you read the word, what is your purpose of reading it? Mm. Come on. If you're reading it just to just like the Bible app, just to hit that, get that notification <laughs> yeah. to go away. But if you're truly reading it to know God, you know, you could read a chapter a day, you could read a book a day, yeah, you could read a verse a day, yeah. But when you're focused in on Lord, I want to know you, come on, I'm telling you, the word will start coming alive in your life, yes, like never before. No, and that's, it, exactly that's right. that my life did a 180, I was did a lot of ministry and not enough of the word. Mm. And man, one day when I got so empty and ministry wasn't filling me anymore, and I'm just, I probably a lot, a lot of people on here tonight, man, there's got to be more to this. Mm. Man, I've been serving for 10 years in ministry. Why am I, why am I so empty? Yeah. And God's like, because you haven't taken time to, to listen to mm. me. Come on. And it's just, I, to put it in perspective for me is, is if I were, you know, I was talking to my wife when I said this. I said, if I were to just spend 15 minutes asking you to do things for me, asking you questions, begging you for 15 minutes, and then as soon as I got done, I walked out the door and you didn't hear from me till next week, mm. you'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? What, are you, what is this? Right, right. And I come back next week yeah. and I say, Lauren, you did, my finances are a mess. You know, I don't hear anything, and you're like, yeah. well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Stop for a second and say, Lord, would you speak to me? Mm, come on. And when you listen to them, and I think when it boils down to it is, I know for myself, I wasn't hearing God because I wasn't giving them time to speak to me. That's good. Yeah, man, and I think that's the first thing that we have to, if we want to hear the voice of God, 
got to spend time with him, and then we got to give him time to speak to us. Mm -hmm. and the second thing is when he speaks, you have to be obedient. Yeah. If you hear him and you're not obedient, then nothing's going to change in your life. Mm -hmm. Just hearing it isn't yeah. going to change anything. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, being obedient, like you could hear things and you're not, well, I don't want to give that up or I don't want to go do that. Well, we, that's where the, that's where it comes into trusting God. Mm -hmm. Like I either trust him or I don't that's like, right. and when he speaks to you, we got to know the one who created us, the one who is so in love with us and trust and, 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 and like wants the best for us more than anything is the one telling us to do it. Yeah. And so we got to go, if he's telling me to do this, then this is what I need to do. You know, people will come up to me and say, Brad, I look at you as someone who um, is following God, who's made wise decisions. And, and I look at him, I say, look, the, I'm not a wise person. I just listen to the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And God's voice is wise, like God is wise. And so if you follow the voice of God, you look wise to everybody else. Mm -hmm. But all I'm doing is listening to the 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 guy in my ear telling me what to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We've all seen those movies or, you know, whatever. And people just telling you what to do and you do it, you know? And it's kind of like Ratatouille, you know what I'm saying? The guy, he got the, the mouse up there <laughs> yeah. telling him how to cook. You know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, man, this is how you do it. And he's cooking yeah. all these awesome meals. And that is all that I do is like, I trust the voice of God in my head. Yeah. The voice of God in my heart and the voice of God in the, in the Bible. And when I'm sitting there spending time with him and whatever he tells me to do, Am I perfect? No. There's been times where I've missed it. There's mm -hmm. been times where Absolutely. I have missed it. And when I have missed it, uh, that's when my life gets a little chaotic because mm -hmm. I'm either ahead of the cloud or behind the cloud. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the peace of God. I'm, not, I'm out of the, the will of God in that area of my life. And so when I figure that out, I try to get back in the will of God as, as quick as I can. Right. And so I want to tell you this. If you are trying to find um, the, the will of God in your life and you don't feel peace, evaluate your life tonight and say, hey, Am I ahead of God? Have I gone ahead of him? But you got to evaluate your life and you got to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And you got to go, hey, yes, I have gone ahead of God and it's gotten so many obstacles and I'm frustrated. And I, that's because you're ahead of God. You know what? Backpedal up, find the cloud, get under the will of God in your life and wait for him to promote you. Wait for him to elevate you in your life. Wait for yeah. him to bless you. You know, wait for him to give you what he's wanting to give you. If you yeah. run ahead of him, and things like that, you're going to get me frustrated, a lot of obstacles. And then evaluate your life. Are you behind God? Have you stayed back because you're like, man, God gave me this. He told me to do this. Everything's been going good. It's still going good. And that's where I was with the church, man. Yeah. It was going good. It was my job. I was, I was loving it. Mm -hmm. But God said, I'm moving on. I've got something else for you and for these people. Mm. And... I said, I've decided to obey God, follow him, shut down the church, and watch him begin to develop and bless the people, bless me and Haley, mm -hmm. and put us into a new way. You know, and just it, it's been amazing to sit back and, and watch when you're obedient with God, what he will do in your life that he would have never been able to do if you would have just stayed behind the cloud. Yeah. And so are you behind the cloud? <laughs> Are you behind the presence of God? He's, he, he's, he's moved on in an area of your life, but you're still hanging on there. For somebody out there, could be, it could be a relationship, and you're like, I have, God has told me to move on from this, 
but I'm staying here, and this is why you're spiritually dry. This is yeah. why you, you're, you're frustrated. You're stuck spiritually. Um, and so I just want to help us all evaluate every area of our life and go, hey, is God in this? Am mm-hmm. I in the peace of God? Do I have peace in this area of my life? Yeah. And that will help you to be able to hear the voice of God and determine what you're supposed to do in this particular situation. Yeah, and one more thing. Um, in 2021, I got offered the opportunity to go full-time uh, as youth pastor at Anchors Church. And, uh, man, if I'm just honest with you, I was had a really good job. Mm. And I got paid very well. And when when it was offered to me, um, I was going to have to take a pretty big pay cut. And... I say that to say this, is that sometimes obeying God is not the popular thing to do. Come on, that's exactly right. I I can't name how many people told me, man, you're making a dumb decision. Mm. You're making a dumb decision for your family. This is not a financial stable decision. Like, what what are you doing? And, man, I remember I would drive home from work in tears. Mm. Like, Lord, if if this isn't you, I need you to speak now before I mess up. And everything pointed towards making that decision. Wow. And I'll never forget. Um, I take the job, take the pay cut, and for uh, that next month, just out of nowhere, you know, COVID had happened in 2020, and we get this random EBT card in the mail and from the schools. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? And there's like $350 on each one. Wow. Man, I'm talking about, I hit my knees. <laughs> and I said, Lord, he's providing. Yes. Then several months later, there's a you know, pastor appreciation day. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. We just never celebrated that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this year, the church decided, hey, we're going to celebrate this. I just got my credentials, and I yeah. was an official pastor with the Assemblies of God. And total in gifts, we got nearly $600. Wow. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you, and I know that seems, well, that's just a little bit of money, but I, at that time, I needed that money. I'm like, Lord, what am I going to do? And he says, don't worry about it. Yes. So um, I always know that making that decision to follow the cloud yes. is not always a popular decision. And don't look for verification for people Unless you know they have some godly wisdom. Yeah. Look for people that you can trust that give you godly wisdom. Yeah, there is some, uh, you know, you got to be real about it. You can't just quit your job and not work, you know. But if you really feel God's leading you in an area, I'm telling you. Everybody around you will have peace, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially if you're married. Yeah, right, right. right. Your spouse, they'll have peace. My my family they had peace. Yep. So um, yeah, don't just don't go out there and make a decision. Everybody's like, yep. Nick, what are you doing? Like, don't I trust God? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there's there's factors. But you know, I just wanted to say that you will have those people in your life that look at you and say, Man, you made a dumb decision. Hmm. You can't let that get to you. That's right. Yeah, and it, it may not be popular, but that's what this is about tonight is learning how to hear the voice of God and to mm-hmm. follow the cloud and to understand as a Christian, that's the goal. Yeah, The goal is not to be successful in the world's eyes, mm-hmm. our friends' eyes, the people around us, coworkers, whatever. That's right. not our goal. Our goal is to learn how to know God 
to know his voice mm-hmm. and to follow him and follow the peace. That's right. And I will say this, we get so wrapped up sometimes in um, making decisions based off of money. Yeah. You know, and that's not the deciding factor is not money. Money is not who we follow. Money is not who we serve. The mm-hmm. Bible actually says you can only serve one master. You mm-hmm. can either serve God or you can serve mammon is what it says. The, it, it's, a, it's a spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can serve God or you can serve money. You can't yeah. serve both. You're going to love one and hate the other. Mm-hmm. And so money can't be a deciding factor on following the cloud. It has to be simply the voice of God. That's right. If God tells you to go here... He will provide. Mm-hmm. That's the key word, provide. It doesn't say He will always bless you to have more than you need. Right. It says He will take care of what you take care of the needs mm-hmm. that you have, and that's where we've got to understand is that that just because I don't have you know thousands of dollars in my savings. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's not what that's not that can't be the deciding factor. Right. It's simply a yes to God or a no to God. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna follow him? And this is what in the Bible, when they were walking through the wilderness, you know, they had to trust God for their daily food and their daily water. Yeah. And in, in the wilderness, God would send down manna from heaven, like this bread stuff, it had all these minerals, everything that they needed for a day to yeah. go through life in that bread. But every morning it would come down from heaven, and they and they were instructed to go out every morning. And guess what? They were only supposed to gather enough manna for that day. Yeah. Because if they gathered more manna than for that day, tried to hoard it, then guess what happened? It began to rot. It began to grow maggots, mm-hmm. and it began to cause all this drama in their lives because they tried to get more manna than God gave. Yeah. So I want to say this is when you're making decisions, don't base it off of money because God will give you more. God will give you the manna that you need for what he's telling you to do. Yeah. And if you're always looking for more manna instead of more of his voice, you're going to get off path. Absolutely. And so don't pick up more manna than you're supposed to. Don't pick up more in your life than God's told you to pick up because it began to rot, it began to stink, it began to, to, to um, cause drama in your life. So learn to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Learn to spend time with Him. Um, follow the cloud. Remember that God is like peace. Peace is a person, okay? When you're Following the peace means you're following a person. You're yeah. following God. You're following Jesus. And that's what he's wanting us to do. The goal of Christianity, the goal of Christianity is to know God, learn to hear his voice, and be obedient. Mm. It's been an amazing night here at BGTV. I've really enjoyed this in-studio um, just interview, talking with you, man. It's just been so cool. It's been so peaceful. I felt the presence of God in here and I hope that you have out there tonight. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I hope that you get something out of it. Share it. Subscribe to us. Like it. You know, help us to push this forward. I want to say thank you for everybody that is um, just comes and watches and encourages every week because without you, we couldn't continue to do this. Nick, thank you for joining us tonight, man. Absolutely, man. It's been great. And uh, I always love being here. And uh, yeah. Well, we'll have you back soon, man. And until next time, 
You guys have a great week. Follow the voice of God. Follow the cloud. Evaluate your life and find out where God is moving in your life and then adjust your life to that. Obey his voice. And you remember, the only way to hear the voice of God is first to spend time with him, listen to him, and then obey him. Love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you right here next Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on BGTV.